There we go. That's better. <clears throat> Welcome to another <laughs> 11 p.m. sitting in my kitchen cast. Uh, happy Sunday, peeps. We've got Wild Bill Flow. Wild Bill. Wild. Wild Bill Flint here, along with Krista and Black Cat Poppy. Good to see you. The tablet is not being a table. No, it's an actual tablet. Tablet, tablet. Um, Krista got home from visiting an old friend from years back. How did that go? It was probably nice to, to see an old friend. Just like it's nice to see you, my old friends, uh, five times a week. A chemical stopping in again with just crazy emotes and emojis, and I don't know where he gets all those from. But unfortunately, also a chemical when I'm on my phone. I can barely see half of them. That just looks like some pastel cookie thing. <laughs> but I hope you're all doing well. And welcome, neighbors. We're switching up the drinks a little bit today. Um, this is a little, a little appropriate-ish. But today we're going to have some tequila. This is the Los Rijos tequila. This is uh, in Añejo, so this is aged. Uh, this is supposed to be pretty good stuff. I originally wanted some Pepe Lopez, but they didn't have Pepe Lopez. Pepe Lopez apparently being, uh, for the dollar, as far as I have heard, is sort of like the Wild Turkey 101 of the tequila. I guess it's very popular for a relatively inexpensive price. Uh, but it's always awesome to see all of you there. It's made in Mexico, 100% uh, agave. This is 80 proof. I've never had this before. So... Let's go ahead and take the little plastic off the top. Krista's uh, friend came to their house and dragged you out with coffee. Well, it's very easy to drag me out with a coffee. That's, that's for sure. Now I have a couple little ice cubes in this glass with just a tiny bit of water. And because this is the way I prefer my tequila, although I actually prefer it with lime, I do have some of the true uh, lemon packs. So I'm going to add just a little bit of some lemon. No, alchemical, not Pepe Le Pew, Pepe Lopez. Pepe Lopez tequila comes in a variety of the Blanco, Resposado, Añejo. I can't remember if they have different agings for it, but uh, Pepe Lopez, uh, apparently very good stuff. So, there is the lemon. Oh, it's got interesting thing with my ice cubes. Looks weird. And here we go. Oh, it's so good. Uh, should have some Mexican snacks. I'll bet they'd have some great stuff in there for tequila. Look, I have had about enough of the Mexican food. Well, no, not Mexican food because I love Mexican food. The Mexican <laughs> snacks and candy. <laughs> Ooh, right off the bat, that's got a really good smell. Mmm, mmm, smells. Uh, really good smell to this tequila. Uh, King Dinosaur is stopping in with some tequila as well, says cheers. I'm going to use the old-fashioned trick of using my finger to give this a couple of stirs. 
and wipe my eyes a little bit of that tequila. Ah, my God. No, not that Lyman. Actually, that Lyman powder would probably be awesome in tequila. Like, I'm not going to lie on that one. The thing with that, the thing with that stuff was, is it was just like pure citric acid and salt. So I imagine if I actually had that with tequila, it might not have been that bad, to be completely frank. Um, I do realize, too, that there might be still some of the fisheye lens uh, thing with this camera. Although I think having it a little closer uh, up in the way I have it, maybe that's not as bad. Um, I'm using my little tripod stand on a yoga block. Uh, I feel like it could be slightly lower on my end so that it's a little more straight. Actually, maybe I can fix that. I'm going to try and fix it. I'll probably end up fucking this up. Uh, oh, okay. That wasn't bad. Dash V, how are you? Uh, this uh, hashtag wiped his eye. He wants to redeem it. Wipe my eye. Could be. Mm, fish headlands. But hey, here's a cheers to all of you being silly out there today. I feel like we got a silly crew today. Wow, that's really good. This has a really nice uh, tequila agave flavor. Uh, you get just a little bit of the. Uh, a little bit of that, that uh, woodsy char uh, from the aging, but not too much. Um, this doesn't have that overbearing feet fucking taste that Jose Cuervo does. Um, but I would say this is, I don't know, it's like 30 some dollars. Uh, this is a really good sipping tequila. Highly recommended. You know, I used just to buy just tequila that was like, oh, let's do shots or whatever. And, like, when we were kids, we were so stupid with that. We didn't even do them right. We would just, like, drink, just, like, drink the shot. It's like, we didn't do the salt or the lime or lemon or anything. Like, dude, what the fuck? And it was always cheap crap tequila, which for the longest time I hated tequila. Uh, but now, having this sort of in a little bit more of a correct drinking, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, configuration. I'm really enjoying this. Now, Black Cat's Poppy has said cheeks. Black Cat, is there a reason you said cheeks, or was that a typo from Cheers? Because you may have just unlocked the topic of the episode, if, if you knew what you were typing. <laughs> Tequila may, used to make you destroy... I feel like tequila, in a lot of ways, is like has even more of a split than like whiskey. I feel like it's sixty percent like get chill or just regular uh, drunk, but then forty percent just <laughs> like wild man, just fucking psycho. The uh, when I get back down uh, into the other area, and I'll get to that in a moment as well. Uh, we'll have to, I'll have to show you the, there's a clip from the show Metalocalypse about tequila. And, uh, Nathan, you can't have tequila. Why not? Because you go to a dark place when you're on tequila. 
Black Cat just doesn't have any booze. Bill loves it, but it just doesn't treat you differently than any other alcohol. I do admit to having some moods on some stuff, strangely enough. But I think largely for me it also depends on headspace and the people I'm with. Um, I picked up a guy off the floor and threw him and gave him the finger right to his face at a metal show once because they're being idiots and I fully expected to get jumped by about four of his buddies but I didn't care uh, and that was fucking drinking like I don't know why but I swear vodka makes me aggressive vodka <laughs> become very aggressive very aggressive on the vodka <sighs> But yeah, Bill, you might want to try this. Uh, Los, Los Rijos. This is pretty good stuff. I, I recommend it. This is uh, for the dollar. This is going now nice and smooth. Psycholos stopping with a gotcha. I mean, uh, <clears throat> aloha. Ooh, okay. Okay, wait. I gotta do a, I gotta do a quick side venture. Sorry, Zykolos was just distracted and disrupted the stream, but in a good way. All right. Uh, switch shot. We're switching topics. Super quick. On Shutter, I watched a German horror film. Uh, I watched it just this afternoon with dinner, which, by the way, was a spectacular pizza. But I watched a German horror film called Blood Glacier, and although it had, uh, I don't know, some, some spots where some of the effects were a, a little bit on that, I really enjoyed this movie, it was a, a, again, a German horror film, uh, so it is subtitled, so if that's not your thing, uh, you probably wouldn't enjoy it, because you'd have to read it, but um, yes, Blood Glacier, and the idea behind the story and, and this is what initially grabbed me. It's about some researchers that have a glacial research station uh, up somewhere in the Alps. And they encounter a glacier that has started bleeding and has some uh, uh, mutagenic effects on local uh, wildlife. And so I was like, ooh, this sounds good. So... Uh, I checked it out. I rather enjoyed it. It uh, was nothing that was like super mind-blowing. It doesn't necessarily uh, have the impact, say, as like the thing. But they did use a little bit of the isolation aspect. The um, Some of the scenery shots of the mountains were really cool. And uh, there was some good gore, some, some cool creature effects in there. A Kind of a creepy ish idea in the vein sort of of the thing and there was kind of a, a x-files episode a while back that sort of had a similar concept but uh you know also ends on a sort of foreboding this could be the end of the world type of aspect um but a good german horror flick so i would recommend that if you're just looking for something fun to watch and again especially if you have shutter Sometimes I struggle with Shudder because I watch it and I'm like, meh, but like, uh, this was good. Yeah, it's called Blood Glacier. It's very cool. 
Nature's Bloodsicle. Mm -mm. That's uh, where you make a popsicle out of ketchup. Krista says, seriously, this guy across the street has some issues. I can see nothing but parking lot, and he's out here snowblowing again. Why don't you go out there and go, dude, what are you doing? Just go up to him with a drink and a beer and just be like, dude, what are you doing? Why? I just, like, just snowball. Yeah, but, like, it's nighttime. Can you fucking piss off? Uh, Zykelos remembers an Isolation Ice movie with Kurt Russell. What was its name? Yes, that was The Thing. That was the uh, 80s remake of The Thing, originally from a story called uh, Who Goes There by... I can't remember his name, but it was an old science fiction writer, uh, originally made uh, as a movie by, I think, Howard Hawks, uh, The Thing from Another World. Which uh, is fun and has some cool aspects to it, but really departs in a lot of ways from the, the original source material. But the, the, the Kurt Russell movie with The Thing is one of the best movies ever made. Uh, I just absolutely love it. Yes, the, the Germans should be able to do horror. Uh, the, there are some really good German horror movies. Uh, Necromantic is really pretty fucked up if you've never seen that. But um, there's some good ones. John W.K. I knew, I was like, it's a, it's a John or James, some, like, there's an initial, something, I couldn't remember. Thank you, King Dinosaur. King Dinosaur, everybody. The channel's research assistant live. Go bring the snowblower guy some tequila and just put down a lawn chair and be like, hey! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, King Dinosaur also loves necromantic. It's very romantic. <laughs> As you can also... Yeah, it is some sick shit. That movie's pretty, pretty fucked up. Uh, I feel like if you want to see some... A German horror movie capable where it's Germans capable of unleashing the German. It's necromantic. Zykolos, do you have any, I, I, I don't know if you're much of a movie guy or whatever, but do you have any, do you have any German, uh, made movies that maybe us here either in the States or around the world, uh, might not have seen that we should look up? Uh, I'm always interested in that sort of thing. Yeah, you start with German horror movie and you're out on principle. They're nuts on the best of days. This one was good though. This wasn't this wasn't anything like sick level bonkers. It was just a good sort of science fiction horror movie. Um, I liked it. I liked it. But yeah, you Bill, you wouldn't want to watch Necromantic. That uh that one is a yeah, that you would not that's not for you. <laughs> As you can see, we are still upstairs. I have not finished the basement project yet. This uh, weekend, I just needed... I, I just needed... I needed it off. I just needed time to just chill. Um, got a lot of comments. Krista says, hell, at this point, I'm going to go out in a bathing suit. Yeah, but don't get frostbite. Bill doesn't mean bad, just assume Germans are good at horror the same way the Japanese are. Uh, yeah, I, it's just a different... 
there's like even some like uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I, no further comment. I get it. I get it. It's just different, uh, you know, social, historical cues and that sort of, like. But I always find stuff interesting. King Dinosaur likes the original Nosferatu in Vampire, a great German horror film. The original Nosferatu is great. Uh, well, Zykolos, it doesn't have to be horror. I'm just saying in general. If you know of any German movies in general that maybe uh, people... Like, I, if you want a really weird, bizarre movie, and it isn't, like, anything disgusting, it's just very surreal and weird, it's this French movie called Moustache. Uh, that movie is really bizarre, and it's it starts with such an interestingly simple sort of hook. Um, but, you know, I want to say, like, it's weird because it's it's a foreign movie, but like to a certain degree stories are stories. But what I often enjoy about a lot of foreign films are just seeing the day-to-day life in the cities and and uh, you know, just seeing if there's any other sort of commentary on where they live or how they view the rest of the world or blah blah blah. So like I, I like a lot of different movies and a lot of different shows for a lot of different reasons. Zycolos has a PM for me. Well, I can switch. Let me see if I can read it on my tablet. Because if I touch anything on my phone, this uh, stream will just fucking shit itself. (laughs) Your stream has shit the bed. No, I don't want to update this right now. I'm doing stuff. Jesus, fucking tablet. Huh, that's weird. I wonder why you couldn't write that in the chat. Zykolos says, I know a horrible horror movie from my country. It's called Deutscher Bundestag. Endless live episodes of horror. But I guess I can't write that in chat, I think. That's weird. I don't know why I wouldn't have let you write that. Maybe uh, it flagged it as English only or something for whatever reason. I don't know. That's uh, But um, I'm going to look that up. That sounds good. See, thank you. Thank you so much. I love stuff like this. That's just that's just what I was looking for. Um, but you can see the basement project has not been done. Uh, I needed this weekend to really just chill out and recharge and just kind of rest and play some games and binge watch some TV. Uh, but I did do what I said what I was going to do, and I pre-masked everything off, so um, I did do the masking, so that I masked around a lot of the posts, uh, I masked off a portion of the door and the outside of the, I think I am going, because I'll have way more than enough paint left over, so I think I'm also going to paint the back of the door, because the, the back of the door just looks terrible, whoever painted it just did a shit fucking job, so I'm going to paint the back of that door too, I'm just going to sort of see how much I have left over. Um, if I have a ton left over and I feel ambitious, I might eventually do some of the rest of the shelves or something here. I don't know. But uh, I also want to see how dark that purple color is when it dries. So it's getting there. Uh, at the very least, 
Next weekend, I'll finish it, depending on how busy this week goes. I have a lot of stuff that I have to get done this week. Um, nothing bad. I just have uh, a lot of other stuff that I uh, need to do. Like, i, I got to get, get all my tax bullshit in order, blah, 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 blah. Dude, King Dinosaur, it's totally cool, dude. Everybody, King Dinosaur has been working on some new music. He's got some new songs in the works. So, uh, King Dinosaur, can't wait to, to if you ever if you ever share it, can't wait to, to hear what you've got to play. Uh, really looking forward to that. Um, I think probably the outlet of doing something creative and being with your friends and playing some music, I hope that really kind of re-energized your spirit, you know. So, no worries, dude. No worries. I think I need a little bit more of this. Mm. Immensely helpful. Perfect. Look, then that's all I could ask for. Just want all my friends to be as happy as it can be. More alcohol. Count you in. Yes. Had to top off a little more of that. It was going down too easy. Oh. Oh, is that good. So, yes. The basement project is coming. I also bought the doll rods uh, to complete the little sound isolation panels on the side. Um, so I'm excited to get that up and running and done. Um, I feel like that, that room, uh, is a super cool room for doing that sort of thing, but, um, you're making some changes in, in getting, uh, getting rid of some of those reflective white surfaces. So it's not so overly, uh, over bright down there, I think will really help. Um, you know, and I also thought too about getting gray primer and putting a gray primer, uh, sort of on the wall, something for a basement so that those walls aren't so bright, but I don't want it to be then too dark in there. So we'll, we'll try it out. We'll try it out. It's getting there. Black Cat wishes she had some tequila. Like I wish I had like, I wish I wasn't as, I, I get why it is, but I wish it was just easier to be like send people booze or something. You get DoorDash. You get, you get like DoorDash from the liquor store. <laughs> I thought it would be funny to DoorDash like eight eight natty daddies or something from DoorDash. I'd be like, who the fuck's? <laughs> but um, I tell you what, since we what about well, we'll do we'll wait a couple minutes. But uh, topic of the episode or the the uh, episode's topic. We'll sort of discuss a little bit uh, when we get back from the podcast break. But uh, we'll still wait a few minutes before we get to that. But how, how is everybody else this weekend? How is everybody else doing? I hope you were able to relax and recharge yourselves. Uh, chill out a little bit. Hopefully not too many people running around with snowblowers. We haven't gotten any more snow here, but it's certainly still cold. Uh, I did take my truck and got it washed. Uh, I went to just one of those touchless car washes and got it washed. Every now and then people are like, why would you wash your car? It's just going to get... It's like, dude, the amount of salt and shit on it. 
And like, yeah, there's still some crusty snow and stuff here and there, but, uh, fucking get that, all that salt off the side of it. And, um, also softens up some of the rest of the ice that was there so that you can knock those fender boogers off and, uh, clean the bed and stuff out of there too. Took a shovel and just pushed all that snow out of there. So my truck is now happy, happy because she's at least cleaner. Yeah, you can DoorDash weed, too. There's a whole bunch of places around here just flat delivery services straight up, even without going to DoorDash. I don't know if you can DoorDash it in Michigan. I know you can in a lot of places, though. Psychos did relax a bit by watching people do Dying Light 2 on Twitch. Feels like an interactive zombie movie. I, I, die, the first Dying Light was my game of that last console generation. I thought it just was absolutely spectacularly done. Um, reading some of the reviews and comments about the second one, uh, I know a lot of people were having crash issues and that playing it co-op had a lot of issues with dropouts just seemed like unstable performance all around. And because I really wanted to play it co-op, I think I'm going to wait a little bit before I get it. But at some point, uh, I definitely want to buy that game. I've been avoiding a lot of the streams where people are playing it because I don't want any spoilers. Uh, you know, I sort of want to go into that cold and just experience it on my own. But uh, really, really am looking forward to that. Yeah, never play on release day. It better, it better be... It, it better be some game that I, for whatever reason, know is going to be super dialed in, uh, where I just can't wait for whatever reason. Uh, I got burned so bad on this last Call of Duty title, this Vanguard game. Uh, just really bad. So, a little, a little backpedaling off of that release day stuff. Black Cat feels better after she encouraged people with the biker bar to flip you off. What? Try and just give me the finger. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Black Cat, you're funny. <laughs> All right, podcast people, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, so the topic of tonight's episode is... Crisp. Now, can anyone guess why the topic of tonight's episode is crisp? And for those of you watching this live, um, I will say the hint is possibly look at my face. Do you see anything different about my face? You're like, no, it's the same piece of shit face I see five nights a week. That's exactly what you said. Can I just the finger? Mmm, smelly finger. <laughs> they give you the finger, then like your cat, you run over and you just bite them. I'm burnt out. No. I mean, yes, <laughs> but no. Uh, I am still feeling burnt out. Uh, Black Cat posted some new pictures, so now you think it's a new hobby. I mean, whatever, mate. What, what do you always say? To each their own. <laughs> but I, um, 
as some of you may know, uh, I've been having and dealing with some skin issues here and there, and um, sort of encountered a two-pronged thing, if, well actually three, a three-pronged sort of thing. Um, and so let's go through all of the prongs of the thing, and we'll see if you can't figure out why the title of the episode is the title of the episode, plus looking at my face. Okay, Chris already got it. Tanning. Correct. It's tanning. So, vitamin D. Uh, I take vitamin D supplement because my vitamin D levels are low. Part of that is because here in Michigan, for about seven months out of the year, it's dark and gloomy. And there's no sun. Um, and it's freezing cold, so everybody's inside anyway. So, yeah. But I take a vitamin D supplement. But some of those vitamins, uh, depending on how your stomach and your, your chemistry reacts to them, you don't always get a great absorption through some of those supplements. Now, I take a fairly high dose. I take 20,000 UI frequently. Um, and my level's basically just enough to keep maintained at this point. Sunlight being another way that you get vitamin D, and vitamin D levels being on another uh, panel that I just read from Israel that said vitamin D is, in a lot of sense, uh, very much linked to severity of COVID symptoms. And when they looked at the spread of how people reacted, whether it was to the vaccine or just catching the virus, that they saw strong correlation in test levels between vitamin D and how sick you got. <clears throat> but I've, I've long since heard and been a believer uh, that that can be the cause of a lot of phantom pain issues, all sorts of problems if you have very low levels of vitamin D. Now, my vitamin D levels at one point were so low they were like near non-existent. So I had to take massive amounts of supplements to get it up to a deficient level. Um, I, th I think it, I think there's some of it in tuna, but that's like one of those, you know, vitamin D is one of those tricky, like there's, a, there's apparently a lot in coconut. Like there, so I, I used to take a coconut vitamin D supplement. The vitamin D extract came from coconuts. Um, but you have to read up and you have to find out which one your body basically reacts to or absorbs well. Um, I liked those. I liked the coconut vitamin D that certainly seemed that it helped um, took my uh, level up. It but I'm still typically on the low side, right? You gotta be really careful taking vitamins and other pills, especially when doing artificial sun stuff. I know, Krista. That's mostly. There's a lot of antibiotics. Like, well, I'll get to that in a second. You're you're correct, but you're beating me to the punch a little bit. Um, but yes, helping with inflammation. Uh, so several things on the whole inflammation. <laughs> trying to get. When you worked in the dark, you levels low too. So, vitamin D, good for inflammation. It's important for a lot of different reasons, for a lot of different general health aspects. Okay. 
But then you get to issue number two, which is um, feeling tired and sleepy and this and that and the other. And because I now especially work in the basement and it's during the wintertime and it's cold, I'm like, geez, why do I feel like I'm just like depressed and tired and sleepy? It's like, well, part of that is, you know, why people get light treatment, right? So I'm like, huh. Another aspect of this was, well, if I do end up moving, say, to Arizona this year, if I do do that, mitigating and alleviating some of the issues from being inside and pale, not getting any sun and blah, 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 is I'm going to head off some of that and start to get my skin a little used to some more sun, especially since when the summertime comes around, I'm going to want to be riding my motorcycle. And usually for the first several times that I do that, I end up getting too much sun on my shoulders and arms. I mean, you saw the one day that I had the burn straps. I feel like I had burned that sunburn like all summer. So trying to get some overall uh, exposure to some sun because my skin is typically very pale. So let's see. Um, I'm going to try and remember what everybody's saying. So if I don't call you out by name, I will try to address your, your topic. So Zykolos comments that he has moments uh, where after a good night's sleep, he can't stay awake. Uh, he can watch a movie, but he can't keep his eyes up when he tries to game. So, you know, again, you can buy lamps. You can buy UV treatment and sunlight lamps. I know actually that's you, a lot of people here in sort of these Midwest uh, sort of states use those. And it is so crazy. So I felt very sleepy, whatever, today. And I went in and I, and I went tanning. And after I got out of there, I seriously felt like, quote unquote, somebody had switched the lights on. I felt re-energized. I felt mentally more positive. Maybe that's placebo. Maybe not. I think it's probably 50-50 split. I think some of it's placebo. I think some of it is that heat and warmth and the exposure to all that. Like even my joints, my knees, everything felt better. Um, King Dinah says, I think working under fluorescent lights is sapping his life away. King Dinosaur, you should recommend that when they replace those, they replace them with the new LED ballasts. Those are way better for your eyes. You can be a pioneer. But yeah, fluorescent lights aren't good. Um, but he, here's the thing, okay? So now I want to get back to Krista's... I want to get back to Krista's comment about medication. So I always was very careful about getting a lot of sun, or really any sun, to be honest, because of medication interactions with getting a lot of sun. And also because I have a lot of little beauty marks. Like, I mean, I have them all over the place. Like, I have a lot of little moles and beauty marks. And I've had a couple of them removed where they were like, yeah, that looked like that could have been precancerous. So I was just like avoided the sun because, you know, that ages your skin and this and that and the other. But 
between that and the drug interactions, so like especially if you're on something like an antibiotic, you have to be very careful because uh, you can get just sick and your skin can just get really fucking burnt. But I'm not really on any of those anymore. And in terms of the skin cancer thing, because I've been having these issues with my skin, I get checked up twice a year to get my skin inspected. And he's like, no, you're fine. And you're like, you know, I don't say anything crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I asked him about it the one time. And he said, look, the thing with that is it's like a lot of stuff, okay? You can just go out and get some sun now and then, and it's probably fine. He said the, the people that are at the most risk are when you're getting burned constantly or you're just doing this at a way too high of a level. You know, he said, you're, you have a fair complexion. If I ever see you and you look darkly tanned, that's not good. He said, but on the same token, your skin is meant to be out in some sun. You know, we're not cave creatures. Uh, so he said, my recommendation to you is don't, Maybe don't worry about it so much. He said, you know, you can use something with a light SPF. He said, the biggest thing is watch the sun burn. Like, you don't want to do one of those where you go out for a boating or camping trip or something like that. And you're out in the sun all day and, your skin, and you get a really bad sunburn to the point where your skin is peeling and that sort of stuff. He said, that's where it's bad. Because now you've done, so, you've done way more damage than your body can basically repair at one time. So, is it okay? Well, then the last one that I did a little bit of reading on said, well, look, there are a lot of, and it's funny because this is one of my favorite books, right? One of my favorite books is this book called The Fungus. The amount of fungal variety and propagation and penetration of fungal spores basically everywhere is crazy. They said, and the thing is, you can get small little fungal colonies on your skin. And it, you might just have an allergy to them. Uh, you might just have an allergy to some of them, even if they wouldn't normally bother or whatever anyone else. They said, and that's another reason why getting some sunlight every now and then is good. Because fungus doesn't do well in the sun. So, I went tanning on, uh, I think that was, I think maybe Friday. See, the Wednesday or Friday. And I went for just a little bit. I just did five minutes. Uh, I did five minutes in a stand-up chamber. Black Cat used to tan like a turkey in the oven. Did you wipe, like, do you have a baster and baste yourself? Ah. <laughs> They come out and they're like, why does this tanning booth smell like fucking turkey juice? And then you're like, <laughs> Hi, Alchemical. I see you, bro. So I went today, and I went today for 10 minutes. Um, so you enjoyed the warmth, but that's about it. Well, I mean, that's part of what you're supposed to get, though. It is that warmth, it's the UV and the, the heat on your joints and everything else. Um, and so, I mean, 
unless you really like, I want to look tan. I, I don't really care so much about looking tan. Um, but I am doing this because I'm wondering if it can alleviate some health problems. Um, baby oil with, with iodine, really? Hmm. So I didn't put any oil or anything on it. I just went in there flat. Uh, so you can, as you can see from my face, I got a little burned. Now I went nude, so I was completely naked when I went. Um, make sure if you're going to go tanning that you do put eye shields on. So I use these little disposable gold uh, reflectors over my eyes. Um, and I have a pair of uh, goggles. Uh, bought some tanning goggles that will be here this week. But I went totally nude because I wanted especially to get sun on parts of my body that don't normally get exposed to any UV or sun. Basically the skin on the back of my legs, lower back, and your whole butt crotch region. Um, that's the recipe for a super tan. You sure the iodine wasn't just staining your skin? Krista says, I know Florida is closer to the sun. All we hear in New Hampshire takes forever to get a decent coat of color, but Florida will give you a half hour and you're burnt even with SPF. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Cloud cover, elevation, uh, closer to the equator, like all that stuff adds up. So, Blaz Black Cat is saying Colorado will burn you to a crisp because you're, you've got, what, less cloud cover, the composition of the air and everything else is, diff is, you know, is a little different given your moisture content and so on and so forth um so yeah like i mean it's the same thing right you go out in arizona you go out into the desert there's people who even when it's cold will go out to the desert and get horribly sunburned it's like Ellis never did the tanning thing you only went to the infrared sauna to sweat a bit that's all but even that i feel like is probably really good it's the heat and the warmth and all that on your joints and everything like i say like i feel like even my hands are, are looser my knees feel better. Like, I, I honestly, I feel way better. Now, I got a little too much. I did, I did, so like you can see here on my cheeks and sort of on this line right here, like this got a little burnt. So when I got home, I put aloe on. I did get some burning on the back of my legs and a little bit on my butt. And again, I feel like all of the areas where I normally get almost no sun exposure got burnt but I'm hoping that some of the skin issues that I have can get mitigated by that because I did some reading on UV light therapy and you can basically heal a lot of skin issues and conditions through UV light therapy from psoriasis issues fungal issue like there's all sorts of stuff that basically yeah like you're you know, like a lot of things, your your skin and the way your body reacts to different stimulus. So I've decided I'm going to be doing some tanning. And so I'm not going to go crazy about this. I'll probably only do it on the days that I go to the gym to work out. I don't even know if I'm necessarily going to do this 10 minutes like this all the time. I think probably something more like six or seven is probably better. It's already included with my membership anyway so I might as well it doesn't cost me anything extra and honestly even after the last time he went after the workout that I did going in there that 
warmth, I feel like lessened a lot of the soreness of the post-workout. Zykala says, that's how I did look like every day when you worked in the glass smelting industry. Ooh. I didn't ever knew you did that. That's kind of cool. How long did you do that? Tanning seems fair enough. Just, no, no I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go spread the balloon knot and be like, yeah. I did that for six years. Can you tell me about that a little bit? What was, what was that like? What did you exactly do? So, I always avoided tanning. I always avoided sun, and especially when I got a lot of the tattoos that I've got. I really avoided the sun. But when I did go there, uh, I did wear, so I have this sort of shirt. You can kind of see it a little bit. This is supposed to block some UV. So I've decided I really don't need it on the flat of my back, or I feel like maybe my chest quite so much. Um, but basically getting it everywhere else. So I imagine probably every other session I'll take, I'll just go completely naked. So that was like what I did today. Um, so I'm going to see if this helps. Uh, I seriously wonder if, you know, cause I would notice every now and then during the summer, I'm like, man, like, you know, even to outside the heat, like I just feel like, uh, I need some of that sun. And I think part of that too is the rise in the vitamin D levels. Uh, because my levels are typically so low and so fucked up. Um, so that's why I'm crisped. I look a little bit like I've got some windburn. I don't know if now that I pointed out if you can see it or not. I mean, you can you can see it sort of like I'm saying. It's like right through here and kind of here on this high part of my cheek. Zycolo's comments, well, in my department, we used to produce optical rods of different diameters for the customers. In the last year he was there, he switched to phototropic glass department. Dude, that sounds cool. I kind of want to know all about it. The red light therapy is good for muscles, eye issues, skin issues, and mood too. Look, I know a lot of that sounds like new age, hippy-dippy, whatever stuff, but in, in a lot of ways it's really not. It, I mean, it, there's science behind it, right? Like... You know, and I remember being a kid when it was summer and sun, sun, like we used to run around out in the sun all the time. And then when you work and you're inside all the time, you're not getting near as much sun. A lot of that is, I feel like that's kind of like bad too. If your body was like, hey, you used to give me all of this and now you just stop. Like, I, so I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Um, I'm certainly going to be careful. Is anything that I do, um, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. So it isn't like I'm going to start going every day and just blasting myself into a chicken nugget, as Cat Minecrafter would say. But I am going to give this a, a fair shake. I am going to try and do it with a little bit more of some consistency and see how it feels. In general, I agree. I think we don't get outside enough, but it like it's so hard. And then especially when you're like, oh, like when you're outside, and you're gonna go sweaty, and then you're gonna go sit in like my desk chair or something, like fucking. But like, getting some sun, like yeah, you don't want to get burnt to the point where you're getting skin cancer. But I don't think it's a good idea to just be in the dark all the time either. Uh, 
Zykalos comments, the rods were used for making car lights, for example. The phototropic glasses are those that darken when the sun hit it and darkens automatically. It's fascinating you bring that up because a lot of the, I guess a lot of the, the higher skyscrapers and office buildings, for example, in Arizona, use that glass. It's the same thing like uh, Dallas. A lot of the buildings in Dallas, Texas, have that on the glass uh, so that when the sun hits it, the, the glass darkens. And then when the sun starts to go down, they clear up and you can see through them. And that way then you mitigate a lot of the heat. Um, that stuff is super cool. I always thought that was like a cool technology. I don't know why it isn't used. Probably just because of the expense. But I always feel like that was super cool. You only did the small ones for sunglasses. Even that for sunglasses, I think, would be neat. Like, it'd be neat to have ones that were, like, the 70s-style, like, brown gradient, but then if it gets, like, super sunny, they get, like, dark, like, Blues Brothers black, you know. It's just a super black, dark black lens. I'd love to get something like that in my car window tint. Like, I don't need my windows tinted because I'm some drug-dealing pimp. And do that because it keeps the interior of the car cool when there's a lot of sun. And I don't want to end up with just one tanned arm and one pale arm. So I typically get the windows tinted uh, on the front two sides of my vehicle. And I get the nano ceramic stuff. Uh, you can get it where it blocks like 99% of all of UV rays. And uh, that way then it also keeps your car much cooler uh, if it's sitting outside. Especially if you don't have a garage and you're parking your sun outside. Strange job to work on for an educated gardener like you, right? I mean, yes and no. Skills cross, right? I mean, you... I haven't had that much of a, of a disparate career. I've worked on some stuff before that was like, you worked on that? But, but I think that's cool, man. I think that, Zykelos, you are a fascinating person to me. I, I am always interested to hear more... Uh, about you and your life's adventures uh, and please if you can everyone if you don't already stop by twitch.tv uh, forward slash zykolos z-y-c-o-l-o-s very nice guy uh, streams a lot of games is always happy to talk to you. super cool dude uh, he says that was after he wasn't able to do the heavy lifting any longer you know because of some of the spine issues yeah Got to adapt. You got to adapt and do what you can do, right? You got to survive. This tequila. If I had like a giant tumbler of this, I would just pound it down. Pound. It is so good. Like, oh my god, is this stuff good. It was good money, but it was literally toxic environment. Welcome to the industrialized world, sir. There's a spot on 696 where there was green goo that was coming out of the ground, dumping out over the freeway. This was one of my previous episodes. This guy who had some chromium, like, metal plating plant or something. To save money, he used some sort of jackhammer, sludgehammer, 
and busted out the floor of his shop and dug a giant hole and was just pouring all of the chemicals he was supposed to pay to dispose of. He was just pouring them down in a hole. So basically he had this toxic pit in the basement and it got so bad uh, that it started to leak out of the side of the freeway. And so people were noticing that there was this green sludge oozing out of the side of the wall. So they went and did an investigation uh, and he got boo-fooed pretty bad for that. And they were like, oh yeah, it's fine. None of it got into the water. It's... Which I don't necessarily know if I believe any of that. Part of me is like, no, that was probably a toxic disaster and we're all going to die. Um, but yeah, this guy just had a whole pit full of toxic sludge down in the basement of his fucking shop. Great job, dude. Thanks a lot, you fucking asshole. I, I just, how could you in any good conscience do that? Like, you do that sort of thing and then go... Yeah, you killed, you killed more people than, like, some serial killers by doing this, you fucking dickhead. And you poisoned the ground for, like, 10,000 years or whatever. It was some really toxic shit. Um, if you want to read up on that, read up on Green Ooze 696 Michigan. And you'll read a story, I think it was like a year, year and a half ago or something. It was really, I think it was like during the whole COVID thing. Like, God, fucking what the fuck? Psychos, <laughs> like, you're very welcome. Black Cat, it's a thousand percent true. Some people are just like, fuck everyone else, I don't care, trash the planet. I, I just, can't, I can't, I can't be on board with that. I try, I try to have at least a little bit of that leave no trace mentality. And if you are going to leave a trace, at least leave it better than it was than you left. Don't dump a bunch of toxic waste in the fucking ground. And like, dude, it, it, it's, an, it's an area where the whole thing around here is all of the, the water. Yeah, just dump a bunch of toxic waste in it. I know, that's good. Let's go back to, like, Lake Erie, where the lake just fucking sets on fucking fire. It does look like alien ooze. That was, that was very close to where I live. <laughs> I, I've driven right down that stretch of road many times. Yeah, it literally looks like a fucking special, a movie special effect prop of this green shit coming out of the side of the wall. So that's why I'm like, well, I may as well just go tanning. Because for all I know, there's tax all this, so fucking cheers, whatever. <laughs> so that's going to do it. That's another 11 p.m. nightcap. I hope you all had a great weekend. I hope you're all staying okay. So... Let's charge into another work week and make sure you stay safe. Keep the faith and all that good shit and get yourself some rest. And let's uh, start the week off with a good Monday, okay? So we will see you about 23 hours from now.
for yet another episode. And of course, if you have any subjects that you find interesting or articles or things you'd like me to talk about, you can always send those to me as either a DM on Twitter, Cigargoyle underscore, Instagram, Cigargoyle Lounge, or here on Twitch, Cigargoyle. Uh, outside of that, we will see you soon, everybody. Thank you so much for stopping by. And again, making this hour the best hour of my day. Take care and we'll see you again soon.